great future. We're talking real money. Just so I don't forget, let me get the stupid phone number out of the way so you can call us. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. 855-935-8255. Give us a holler. We want to talk about, well, money with you. Making it, saving it, spending it, particularly investing it, and keeping you from getting ripped off. Now, before we begin, Tom, take it easy. I need you to lean back, relax, enjoy the ride, because we are now on the number one station in the Puget Sound region. And so we don't have to work as hard as we used to. Not number one AM or number one fifty plus. No, number one in the in the market. And you're saying a recumbent broadcast will be better than others? Uh, exactly. I'm just saying you should lean. Probably would be. Instead of leaning in, lean out a lean little. Lean out. Lean out. Okay. Probably Chill, makes better performance anyway. Relax. We want to. You know, we we don't we don't want to we don't want to push our luck. We we're just things are too good right now. <laughs> oh, come on, that that was about that, that was insincere. Was that wasn't close it? to sincerity? It was really Just that nowhere. Close. Right, it wasn't right even there. in the neighborhood. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're right, here anyway. The number. We're here this to is, talk about money. That's Don. Is, um, I'm Tom. Here we go. Yeah, yeah that, that's Don. He, he's Don. I'm Don. He's Tom. Uh, this is a show called Talking Real Money. What we talk about is, well, <laughs> obviously, money. Um, and mainly investing because, well, for a couple of reasons. One, because it's probably the area most people are most confused about. Most people know how to go to work and earn a living. Most people are great at spending money. They've got spending down. I know how to go online and order from Amazon. Target, I got it. I know where everything is. Walmart, got it. Know where it is. I know where the Starbucks is. You know how to spend it. But investing it is a bit of a problem for you. And a lot of the problem has to do with the fact that you're a little bit overconfident in your abilities. And you kind of need to be knocked down a peg or two. Most of the time, sadly. And uh, the experience is past experience, especially immediate <laughs> past experience. Past, past performance experience is no past indication. Performance, yeah, it, it literally isn't. I mean, this week is illustrative of that, right? Monday, markets go way down. Tuesday, they go way up. Friday, we had a new record high of major indexes. Everybody's thinking great. But in a general sense, people have a tendency to believe that what has happened will continue to happen. There's no track record of that. In fact, things no, as a matter of fact, go all over the place. One, one of my pet peeves is that saying, past performance does not guarantee future results. I even make fun of it in our disclaimer when I say, when I have our announcer woman say, past performance doesn't mean really anything. Yeah, and yet, as Jason Zweig points out this week, the human habit of pretending that a rearview mirror is a crystal ball is almost incorrigible. Let me say that again. The human habit of looking back and thinking that's what's going to happen is it, it, we just can't be stopped. I that mean, is, this is that what is great prose. Believe. That is some really meaty is. writing, Jason. Nice mm. job, yeah, dude. Really. He spends all week writing one column where you and I have to spew out thousands of words every day. Right. So, so ours is going to be far, far less profound. Yeah, I and it should be. I get it. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, the world is he talking about? What are we talking about? Here's what I don't we're talking know. about. What are we talking about, Tom? Well, for one thing, he mentions a study that looks at uh, when when things go well. Yeah. People think they will continue to go well. Okay. Can I correct you for a minute? Okay. He, sh he should have said, and you should have said, when things have gone past well. tense. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just want to make sure. 
And people have a tendency to think, well, I think we mentioned this last week, that people think the market will go up 18% this year. Easy. Yeah, because it has gone up mm-hmm. a lot. A lot. Uh, a the, other, the other part is, the other part is, and this is, uh, I see this so often that many of you do believe, well, yeah, I, I want to do what Don and Tom talk about, index funds, yeah, sort of like globally invested. And then you just have trouble doing that because you are overconfident. Here's the other quote. A lot of experienced investors seem to believe that the warning, past performance warning, won't apply to them. It's because they think I can make it work because I know better. I, need I see to, that so often. I, I need, often, often, I, often, I, often, I, often. I need a little introspection. We do on the part of all of you listening. All of you. Do you honestly, deep down in your hearts, in your brain, in your subcortex, believe that you are a better investor than everybody else? Really? Really? The problem is even those who actually are better investors still stink at it so how are you likely to do not very well your confidence is misplaced 855-935-TALK that's our number call us tom and don are talking real money a second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally let one of our vestry advisors help you save your future at vestry.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com for your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello again. Welcome back to our little get-together that we call a talk show. <laughs> we even call it a podcast sometimes, I know. huh? Pretty cool. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. We have a question for you. Here's a question. You can call us. We'll, t- we'll give you the answer later. But right now, if you want to call and, and answer this question, we'd love to hear your uh, how it, how expert you are as an investor here's a really really simple expert investing question you have a choice between two mutual funds one mutual fund costs three quarters of one percent per year but was the top performing mutual fund last year the other fund has an expense ratio of one tenth of one percent However, it was not the top. It was right in the middle last year, and it's been average for every year prior to that for 20 years. Which fund would you choose? 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And Diana, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Actually, you're first. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Good. Can you hear me? We can't, we can't, wait. We hear you fine. Hold yes. On. I lost my mic. What okay. is weird? Go ahead, Diana. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Okay, I, I have a question. I have, I received about $200,000 from my dad uh, when he passed away, and I was hoping to buy either uh, an investment property or a vacation-type place, but the prices have been going up so fast that I don't think I can afford it right now. So what could I, where could I invest my money other than a bank account and the banks uh, that I can still get to easily if I needed it right away? Let me ask you a, a really important question before we try to answer that very common question. 
very likely the number one question we get on this show on a daily basis. Um, why do you want to buy an investment property or a second home? Well, um, we were going to go in as a family just to have a place to go to. And okay, but that's it's kind of like buying timeshare. Are let, let's say a second home costs you even just a quarter of a million dollars for something small. Are you going to go there multiple times a year, every year, or are you going to want some vacation variety? Well, that's been our, our discussion. We're not quite yeah. sure, but we thought... It, know, it's we kind of like buying a timeshare, but more expensive, really. Okay. I have something to think about. If it is a lifestyle decision, because we look at real estate as lifestyle, right? I like living where I live. Don likes places he lives it's a lifestyle <laughs> decision so, but the reality is in today's world here's the way i look at it because i do this with my family a couple of times a year you can go rent anywhere for whatever basically any place anytime that's my takeaway and then you don't have your money locked that etc etc so i would not go buy a property because i think i'm going to get rich i wouldn't go buy a property unless i had to in from everybody to see you a certain number of times in that location because it does make a great point expensive way to have family experience that's my take and you got not only do you have the cost of the building but you have the cost of the maintenance the cost of all these things and think about it this way if you took that two hundred thousand dollars and you put it into a well diversified portfolio like a balanced fund with a little bit of stocks a little bit of bonds you could probably reasonably safely take out about $10,000 every year without depleting your principal and take basically a free vacation. $10,000. All right, but let's answer. But the question is, we, we don't have the answer. Where to, yeah. Well, but where to do short money? Okay, here are your options. Number one, savings account, paying 0.14, right? Nothing. Uh, number two, high yield savings paying about half of 1%, or we from time to time talk about a short-term investment fund, more risk, some volatility, building about 1.9%. Those are the choices. I, a few others out there, you could buy a CD, obviously, again, paying less than 1% a year. And I know you could hardly hear Tom because he was cutting out, but did that help at all? Yes, Um I think I like the advice of not buying something. <laughs> so I'm going to talk well, with my kids and see if we can yeah. do something different. Find go, do some while you're just to help make your case, right? Go to uh, Airbnb or some of the other websites and price renting a house for two weeks in the places you typically go. I bet you could probably do it for about ten grand or less. By the way, two weeks. I can't. Okay. My family can't take me from a week. So uh, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks is too much for your family, particularly when you're when you throw turned, me out when you become robotic. So, um, <laughs> Diana, thanks for the call. Uh, I, we're glad to give you a little ammunition in your quest to do something better with it. It's better to invest it, really invest it in a well diversified portfolio that's right for your risk tolerance and that can help pay for your vacations. Eight five five nine three five talk. That's our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. You can call us, and we will just try our darndest to help you like we're going to do with James. Hi, James. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, this is how you doing. I'm glad to good, finally good. hit uh, hold of you guys. 
I like to pose a question, but first I'd like to paint the scenario. And Don, you're going to need your calculator. I'll give you a fair warning. I got it. I got uh, it. <laughs> um, I am expecting to get a um, payment or a retribution for a VA appeal mm -hmm. uh, to the tune of possibly $100,000. Okay. Um, what I would like to do, perceivably, and you can tell me whether it's viable or not, after giving about 10% to my uh, place of worship, mm -hmm. I would like to uh, gift to my daughter and son-in-law and my eldest granddaughter uh, the maximum taxable or non-taxable amount that I can give them without getting stuck for uh, taxes. And the last percentage uh, splitting 40% each between my living expenses, i.e. investments, and the other 40% investing in a um, in my LLC um, as a media consultant. So how far off base am I and what can I do with this? Well, you're going you're gonna to run out of money really fast because if you give money to three people at the the max gift tax exclusion, which is fifteen grand, you are down forty five. Then the ten k to charity, so you are down about fifty five, which leaves you about forty five. You start splitting that up, and there is not a lot to support your lifestyle. But hang on, let's continue this on the other side of this brief break. Um, give us a call eight five five nine three five talk. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. All right, so here's the dilemma. Let's reset this. James is getting about $100,000. He wants to give 10% to his church, which is great. Tithing is a good thing. And then he wants to split the remaining 90000 in part between family members. And it was three, correct, James? Yes. Okay. Well, actually, which, which, husband, actually husband and wife and yeah. uh, adult teenager. So it's actually okay, that's three. Well, actually, no, you can give 15 to each of the, the married couple. To each well, member, I'd like to, I'd, yeah. No, I, okay. I'd like to. I'd like to keep it separate between the two. Okay. So then we're talking. Now we're at at uh, forty thousand dollars, which leaves you with sixty to help fund your business and provide some income to you. Now the reality is that twenty five or thirty thousand dollars is not likely to provide much in the way of a of an income. I mean it. it if you give it a decade and you you semi aggressively invest it, you might be able to turn twenty five or thirty into fifty to sixty over a decade. But uh, it's not going to make a huge difference in your life, I don't think. Well, considering I've already had about two or three heart issues, and I'm in my mid sixties, I'm not really uh, too concerned about my longevity. But mm -hmm. I would like to make sure that I have a legacy left 
for my family. Uh, so it won't take a whole lot for me to have an existence. Um, but I would like. Well, to how are you living now? I guess that's, that's a better question. How are you living now? I am borrowing against my estate in a one bedroom um, and uh, currently unemployed. So I am, uh, aside from doing the um, LLC or consulting with, uh, as a general contractor of media services, um, I, I really don't have a lot of expenses. I'm on Social Security. And so, uh, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. So I don't have any real big issues as far as making money, but I would like to be able to uh, continue in a any lifestyle and and enjoy a little bit left of life, whatever that may be. Well, can I make a suggestion here, by the way? Because I think I, I, I really, really do appreciate the fact you want to help others because somebody wrote us last night, Don, and said, well, thank you guys. You're just very helpful. So I see that side of things. You want to help your family. You want to help your church. Wonderful. I agree with Don there. But here's an idea. Because you're still relatively young, you might want to hold on to just a little bit more of that money yourself because if mm-hmm. things come up and you may need the money, you can only, and Don correctly points this out, if you're left with 60000 the most you can really pull out of that annually to make sure it's going to last for a long time, 3000 bucks a year. That's not very much to add to Social Security. So my urging would be to be conservative with how much of that you give away. By the way, if you don't spend it, you can give it all away at the end of your life. That's still pretty much there. So, I mean, that's the way I would look at it because I want to make sure you're okay first, then others. That's how I and, do and, that. And, and it's not meant to sound selfish, and we don't want anyone, you know, it, it's, but you really need to look out for you because nobody else is going to. And the the kids and the grandkids and the nieces and the nephews, they, they, they're all living their own life. And if they get something after you are gone, that's just that's great. It's a nice gift that they get from you. But Tom is right. You need to take care of you. And it sounds like you're living on the ragged edge of existence and you want to live a better life. So I would take that most of that hundred thousand dollars and i would invest it for you in a relatively conservative portfolio and just generate a little bit of extra income and make your life a bit more comfortable thanks for the call we appreciate it james 855-935-TALK is our phone number Boy, and, and this is so difficult because there is i've seen this up close and personal as you know, with my father-in-law, he, he wanted to spend money, give money to others when he needed it himself. you got to take care of you first before you can try to help others in your family. It's, and I get the desire to leave a legacy. It is, it is ingrained in us for thousands and thousands of years to leave something to your children. But that really has to take a back seat to taking care of you because you're more important to your children. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Good afternoon. Tech support may help you. <laughs> no internet, no, hey. no line, no electricity. Thank you for calling no tech support. 
This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. Every I think the car still runs. You got that going for you. So. Yeah, but not not once they get rid of internal combustion engines. I don't know what you're going to do then. You Which won't know coming. how to work the I car. Mean, Mercedes says no more in ten years. Period. Wow. End of story. Others are saying five. I know that's wow. That's pretty that fast. Yeah, I was watching a video. Oh, I'll get to the calls in a minute. I was watching a video. Oh, this car company that's owned by Intel, the smart car company. I can't remember the name of it, but they have a car that just has cameras. And I watched a 30-minute video, fascinating, of this car with the driver not touching the steering wheel one time, driving all over midtown Manhattan midday on a weekday. I'd be in the backseat crying. So I'm sure, telling you, not? it was dodging pedestrians, the delivery yeah. trucks on the side of the road. It gets up there and just zips around them. I'm going, whoa. Nobody, you could see the driver. He didn't touch the steering wheel. The car did it all. So I'm cool. glad I'm old and I won't have to face that. You so will. You will. My hands you will. firmly. Trust me. When you're wheel. when you're 89 oh. years old and your daughter is saying, "Dad, Close my Dad, eyes. give me back the driver's license. Give oh, it gosh. to me." Oh, those are fun conversations. Then you're sure. gonna say, "Okay, give me the yeah. self-driving car." All right, I got it. Eight five five nine three five talk. That's our phone number. And um, let's see, Eric is next. Eric. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Uh, I have a question about this Washington CARES Act that's about to impose uh, a payroll tax January 1st, and there's an opt-out period. And I'm just not convinced whether I should pursue uh, a life insurance plan that will allow me to opt out or if I should just go ahead and pay the tax and let the state deem what's best for me and covering me in uh, my old age. Yeah, so here's the deal. Uh, this has come up. You're answering and we wrote, this one. We wrote a little, well, we wrote a little paper about this because we had a lot of people have asked us. Yeah. It's about half of 1% tax on your gross payroll, half of 1%. And you have to be in the plan, I believe it's for five years before you're eligible to take anything. This, the idea here is the state is going to get into the long-term care business. Because people are getting to the end of life and they don't have any way to take care of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have the money to take care of themselves. So the state of Washington is going to do that. But I think the maximum benefit is something like only $36,000. It's not very big. Um, but here's the thing. To go buy a policy. How old are you, Eric? I'm 42. 42. So you're young. So here's the thing. Apparently, the the uh, the very inexpensive options, and there were some that came out right away, right, where people were were carriers, insurance carriers said, "We'll write a policy that'll cover what you need, and we'll do it for cheap." Apparently, all that has been covered, written, and they're not writing it anymore. So now, to get a premium based policy is more expensive, or to get a hybrid type policy, which are the more more of those are written in long-term care today than than the premium. In other words, you give them uh, some money, they take the premium out of that, uh, they supply whatever you need the rest of your life, and if you don't spend it, they give it back to you. At 42, or that's a long time. Again, it's a trade-off. There isn't a right or wrong here. Some people just don't want to pay the tax. I don't want to have the great state of Washington taking the money. So you have to, the employer, here's the part that where it gets interesting. The employer is going to be asking employees, do you have a policy? I mean, what enforcement is there going to be? Employees say, yeah, I got a policy. Sure. Okay. So you don't have to pay the tax. Um, but then you're not in the program, correct? Right. You're if not you in the program. If you don't pay the tax, you're then uninsured. you're not in the Correct. program. Yeah. 
let's look at it mathematically, though. I am 100% confident that for someone making $100,000 a year, that you are not going to be able to get a long-term care policy that would pay $36,000 a year. Not for 500 a year. That apparently those there were some cheapies they, they like used that, to that exist, were around yes. and they then used to exist, yeah. but they vanished because so, they ended up paying out far by more. The way, someone someone will call us now and tell us that there is because this is a very I, controversial. I have looked all over tax. the place. I have recently done a lot of shopping for long term care because I'm getting old. Now I should have thought about it a long time ago. Uh, yeah, but I was more looking like at 50. it, and it is really expensive even when you're in your fifties. And I don't know That's what it the is other in your thing. 40s. Can you qualify because you have to have decent health too? Right. They don't want to qualify people that are going to be expensive. It, it's it's getting to the point, and I get the tax thing, and I get the government. I don't want them in my business. Yep, I get That's all right. that. I get all of that. But we have we have reached the point where much of our medical care and long term care system is dysfunctional for anyone who isn't wealthy. And indeed, that's true. So probably in your case, you're probably going to take the part B, and that is pay the tax. You'll have a little bit of money there should you need it when you get older, because you will be eligible for that benefit due to the fact that you're in the program long enough. Thanks for the call, Eric. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Call. We've got lines open for you right now. and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Real money. What you have is real to you. It's really important, so we really want to talk about it with you because we want you to be able to have more money in the future. Uh, we want you to enjoy a better future. We want you to save better, spend better, and invest a lot better because most of you, sorry, we look at your accounts. You're bad investors. Not a soul has answered our investor question yet. Oh, it's a good point. Our Which mutual is fund. Ask the question again. The question is... You yeah. have a choice between only two mutual funds. You must mm -hmm. choose one. One was the hottest fund last year. It beat every fund in the market last year, Ooh. but it costs three quarters of 1% per year. The other fund costs one tenth of 1% per year and has been exactly average for every year of its 20 plus year existence. Which fund would you choose? So one's been mediocre. One was the supernova, and you got to yep. decide between them, even gotta though one was one. more expensive. Which uh -huh. one gives you a better chance of, su of future success? 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855 And what do they get if they get it right? 855-8255. Tom will send you uh, his computer cable that broke. <laughs> I'll sign it or something? Signed computer on. cable that broke. No, what? Okay. No, we'll do something better than that. You will? You'll do something for him? Sure. Give him a book or something? We have, we have books, we got mugs, we got, uh, yeah, you know, now that we merge with a Pella, now that we merge with a Pella, they have all that swag in Connecticut. It's much fancier than our swag. Why don't they give us some of that to give away? Yeah, we, because people want the Tom and Don stuff. Oh, that's true. They want the, they want the stuff with our mugs on it. Our mugs on a mug. We need to do a mugs mug. We'll send you a mug. We need to least. do a mugs mug. 
Oh, you know, we have water bell, water bottles, too. Oh, those are nice. Those are nice. Are I love nice. the green color, and they yeah. do really well in this type of weather. Yeah. Everybody needs a water bottle. And, and, and they, uh, that while they're very nice, it does not cost a quarter of a million dollars to drink from one, unlike <laughs> a space flight. That's a heck of a, yeah. <laughs> well, no, when you're talking real money, you're, if you want to yeah. go into space, you got to bl- blow a quarter of a million to half a million bucks. Something like that. Yeah. I think you could blow more than that if you oh, want. Oh, 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 yeah. Elon Musk's ships, because How they actually go into orbit, they're like millions. They go above the Carmen oh, oh, line? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, it's the Blue Origin. Now, the Blue Origin. No suborbital I think the nonsense. Blue Origin is going to end up being more expensive than the Virgin, which is contrary to what you'd think normally. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, I'll leave you hanging around that one. <laughs> Sorry. But the, the Virgin only gets you up so high. You know? The, the, and, and, and the, the Blue Origin has bigger windows. The Bezos. Yeah, but bomb. you don't do anything. You just you sit don't, there. You don't, you don't, you float. You're spam, no, literally you spamming float. a can. Oh, do, they, do you undo your seatbelt? You, you get to, to for like around? a minute and a half, oh, you get to float that. around okay. in the cabin. Okay. All right. There's a little float. Yeah, you know, right. something you of course can't do anywhere on the minutes. earth, like in a pool or an ocean. But I think you can actually rent a plane and do it if you want, because they can't. Can. They go you up can. and down enough to anyway. But it bothers okay. me. It bothers me a yeah. little bit that we now have space flight for the rich. It just it's like, and it's only it's not for the rich. Well, it's for the ultra, 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 ultra rich. Yeah, you gotta have a lot of money to go ahead and blow two fifty. Uh one of our advisors looked into this. Pretty interesting. Andrew uh Hooley. Hooley? Who, who? Uh, look Hooley who he uh he looked into the first commercial flight. Back in nineteen fourteen, they auctioned off the first commercial flight. Um the the person paid four hundred bucks, four hundred bucks to go on a twenty three minute flight across Tampa Bay. Well, so four hundred bucks ran, back then—that's pretty. All right, well, pretty he, he ran it. He ran it at inflation, one hundred and seven years at three percent a year. He says is ninety five hundred dollars in today. Nowhere near the twenty two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go into space. Yeah, but Nowhere what what did that floating biplane cost? I mean, it probably cost four thousand dollars. So it's still, you know, the rocket costs. These things are billions. These guys are blowing on these rockets. Yeah. And by the way, did you know, did you know that the, the first flight was, was, uh, for a commercial airline? That you would, don't think these things are for commercial no, airlines? No, this was for an actual, it, it would take you. You would go, you would get on the plane in St. Pete and you would fly across Tampa Bay to Tampa. And that was actually Ooh. a commercial service for all of three months. And then people went, Wait, I can I just can drive, drive around. there. And it's less than $400. Yeah, a lot less. Yeah, that's not... Okay, that's anyway, not, this is kind of fun. Well, that's not taking your money too seriously in either case. $400 for a... That's although, true. first plane ride, kind of cool. None of these people going up in the in the Virgin Atlantic or the Bezos Mobile, neither, none of them are going up for the very first time. This is not the first space flight. Bezos buggy or Bezos bus or something. Well, I, I called it the Bezos bomb, but that's bad because we don't want it exploding. Yeah, let's let's not say that. We got a couple people that want to answer your question, though. Do you want to try them? Oh sure. Hey Kevin, welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. 
Do you have an answer right. to our question? Which mutual fund? Yeah. Which mutual fund? I would take the stalwart, the consistent one. The one who's, uh, who did really well is probably not going to keep up that statistic. So I'd take the one that's consistent over the years. And what's the one factor? I'm going to just put you on the spot. What is the one okay. factor that makes that determination, that makes the one that's average more likely to succeed in the future? When you have that really low expense ratio. It's you only got it. Ah! Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you're hey, the man, You're an Kevin. above average, I, average investor. Would you like to be a financial <laughs> advisor? That is the one. That's, that's the one that's qualification. A training, a training ends right there. That's it. Low fee. Got it. All right, Sign Kevin, up. hang on. Actually, yeah. Hang Stacey on the line. Stacy's going to get we'll your phone you. number. We'll call you, you and send you something. And we're going to let Scott yeah. go on, see what his answer is, even though he already knows the answer. Oh, well, you already heard. Scott, what's the answer again? I've heard the I've heard the answer because well uh, what was your answer going to be I want you to be <laughs> honest what be was honest. your answer going to be Okay, okay. Here's, my answer was going to be going to be I'm going to tell you it's the one tenth of one percent no load get that out there but I'm not going to tell you guys that I'm going to take like an extra thousand bucks or something a little coffee money and throw it into the big one just as kind of this precarious grill Oh all right you failed then so that's what okay. Realize, realizing that that's completely gambling, that's the equivalent of buying a lottery ticket. So, put my lottery hey, ticket do, money over Do you there. know where the Muckle Shoot Casino is? How far is Arc that from fun, your home? Yes. You can get in there still. Not not that far, really. Well, okay, and you got a thousand bucks you can just blow? Come on, they're going to treat you oh, real. No. Call them in advance. Say, hey, Muckle Shoot, we're gonna, I'm going to blow a thousand bucks. What kind of stuff can you give me for free? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get more, than the, more than the fund will give you. It'll be a lot more fun. There you go. All right. Thanks, go. thanks for the call, Scott. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK. Call us anytime. Talk about money. By the way, we, we know what? We know most, most people, the surveys show this, most people will pick the hot fund. You won't tell us that because you know we're the low-cost you, guys. You know, yeah, that's Duh. true. They know the but, right answer with us. Yeah, exactly. But most people will look at the return and go, oh, I got to have some of that. Yeah. Or maybe like Scott, I'll just have a little of it, just a little taste, because it's so good compared to that other mediocre low-cost fund. Oh, by the way, who was the first guy to pay $400 for being the first passenger? It was the mayor of St. Pete. All right. And he didn't auger into the bay? A.C. Field paid $400 for being the first passenger. There you go. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.